Hi, this is Wayne Brown from Life Back on Track. Welcome to the latest episode. I don't know if you've got teenagers or not, but every time I talk to someone with teenagers, they tend to tell me that they have this situation where the kids will scream something like, You're ruining my life! And... (laughs) Sorry if that upset your ears then. However, this is perfectly normal and part of the journey of being a teenager. Now, I want to explain where this situation comes from. There is a part within all of us that seeks to be within a tribe where we feel we belong. Now, when you're born into a family, you are born into a role as a son or a daughter or whatever, and you are raised accordingly. There comes a time where you want to have your independence. However, in today's modern world, your independence seems to be very challenging to achieve. Now, there's a number of ways you can do it, of course. However, Rather than going to that, I want to explain to you why kids go through that I hate you phrase. Now, if we go back far enough in time when we had a society that was very small, what we had was a tribe where everyone had clearly defined roles, everyone knew what they had to do, and everyone was comfortable within that. The challenge, of course, is understanding what your role was. So they had a ritual which would allow you to find out who you were, what your role was, what your abilities and skills were, what you could bring to the tribe or the extended family for the betterment of everyone, not just yourself. So what they used to do was when the boys were usually between sort of 12 and 14, 15, depends on which civilization you're talking about. But they had this ritual where all the boys, when they hit this age, they were in this sort of bubble. Every few years, what the men would do is they would be out on a hunting expedition And what they would do is they would prearrange this with the mothers because they had to be in on it because they're part of the journey. It's very important what they do as well. So what happens is the men would suddenly come back from their hunting trip when they're out getting food for the tribe. And what they would do is they'd come running in and they'd be all aggressive and very highly energised. And they would go to grab the boys to take them away, and they would make it feel like they were trying to abduct them. And the mothers would sit there and wail and try and hold on to the boys and say, please don't take them, and the men would go, no, we're taking them. And they would have this big dramatic battle, and of course the boys would all be in tears, being torn away from their mothers. And these boys, eventually the women would sort of relent because obviously the men were stronger and they could pull the boys away. So the women, of course, would ultimately lose out because they're not as physically strong and the boys would be taken away. And, of course, afterwards they'd be like, whew, we did a good job in playing our part in that. Now, this is where it's important. If you look into the growth of a child, children need both parents. And in our modern world, we're inclined when 
relationships don't work out or when marriages break down, we tend to give the children to one or other of the parents. Usually it's the mother. Now, where the problem comes in is the other parent, which is usually the father, tends to be excluded. And the sad thing is they are just as important, just as necessary as the person that has primary care. Now, sadly, as a modern world, we've forgotten this, and this is why. When children are younger, they need the mothers. Mothers are important. Mothers teach us how to nurture. They teach us how to be gentle and yielding and supportive and all of these wonderful things that mums do. Then as the children get older, they need to develop skills. So usually that's the man's world. We're making things. We've got hunting skills and things like that. So what happens is these boys were being raised by the mothers and they were learning all of these things that make them valuable members to the tribe because they care about the other people. They have the connections. They have the understandings. And then they need to learn these skills. But they first of all need to learn who they are and where they would sit within the, the tribe. So the, the men would take them away and they would take them away for days and weeks at a time when they stole them off the mothers. And when they were away, the boys would sometimes be isolated so they would believe they'd been abandoned and they would hear wild animals around them, but it was basically the men pretending to be wild animals. Of course, they're keeping the real wild animals away, and the boys are encouraged to meditate and think and discover spirit animals, which shows the, what strengths they bring. They also get to think about what skills they have, what abilities they have. Um, some civilizations had uh, various potions and things that they would take that would help stimulate imagination to bring forth knowledge and information about who they are and then when they <clears throat> excuse me when they came back to the tribe they would then be viewed as men they would be viewed as valuable members of the tribe they would be listened to they would have opinions they would be involved in decisions because they had transitioned from being a child had the discovery and come in as a valuable member of society. Now, this doesn't mean that the girls didn't have this. They just didn't need that violent a transition. So they were always getting taught the same as the boys, how to be nurturing and supportive and caring about others and all of this sort of thing. But the girls were then taught how to support and nurture the tribe. So they learned how to do the skills that were needed, like tending to gardens and mending wounds and all of this sort of thing, so that they could nurture the tribe. They could sit in their feminine. So everyone had these clearly defined roles where they transitioned and they moved into their adulthood. And once they moved into the adulthood, they were recognised by the other adults as adults. So they became valued members of society. Now, for a lot of kids nowadays, they have this same situation. Trouble is, it is skewed. Instead of being taken away and discovering themselves so they understand where they fit within the tribe, a lot of the times you're raised with a family, you don't understand where you fit. You can feel like a black sheep, you can feel like an outsider, and I know that's a lot of people that I've spoken to. And then you struggle to know where you fit, so you go looking for your tribe. This is why a lot of 
um, young teenagers hang out in gangs and stuff because they feel these are people that understand me. These are people that belong with me and I belong with them. So we, or they, tend to gravitate towards these people trying to find where they fit in. Now, at some point, they'll find where they fit in. It could be continuing the gang, they come back to the family, whatever. But in the meantime, they need to go through that getting dragged away from the tribe. But because no one does it, they have to do it themselves. So what they need to do is they need to get kicked out of the tribe. The only way they can get kicked out of the tribe is by getting the parents to say, I've had enough of your rubbish, get out. So then they're out searching for themselves, discovering themselves, their tribe. So if you have teenage children and they're doing this, I hate you thing, know that it's not personal. It's part of the journey. It's part of their discovery. Now to bring this back to my story, so you can understand, I'll give you context for this. My two boys, as they were growing up, I warned them that these things would be happening. They would feel a need to rebel and discover themselves and play music that I don't like and all of this sort of thing. Now, as I was a part-time dad, it was a little more challenging, so I had to be a lot more conscious of things. Uh, Their mother, unfortunately, wasn't as aware of the journey, and as such, she struggled a little. And my youngest, he, he took it particularly hard. He had some real challenges at school that I didn't know about and found out sometime down the track. And what is, uh, I did when I found out was I had already completed a weekend away, so a men's initiation, and I took him on the tweens version, so he was 15 at the time, I think. And so because what I had done was 18 and over, he was too young for that. So he went and did this one and he sat with men that were strong and he learnt his roles and a bit of his identity. And he calmed down a lot after that. And I think it was good for him because he had that that journey of transitioning from being young and impulsive into adulthood and understanding, no, you've got to be responsible and all of these sorts of things. doesn't mean you can't have fun, but you need to be responsible. So if you have kids that are going through this stuff, understand that it's a natural transition. They are in a scary period of their life where they're trying to discover who the hell they are, where they fit, what they bring to the world, what are their their gifts, what can they contribute to the family, to society, what value do they have. They have a lot of questions and a lot of confusion. So when they yell out, I hate you, you're ruining my life, they're not talking about you. They're trying to separate from you so they can get their independence. And if you're doing a good job as a parent, your child will be becoming independent anyway. So assist them in getting that independence, assist them in getting that confidence about who they are, that understanding of what their gifts are, what they bring to the world. And then you'll get a lot more healthy teenager transitioning into adulthood. Okay, I hope that's helped. I hope it's given you some clarification. If you've got any questions regarding it, there is a link in the notes. You can send me a quick 90-second audio message because I love hearing people's voices. And let me know, and I'll answer it in a future podcast. So thanks for listening. I hope you've gotten something out of it. Share it with someone if you believe they're going to get value from it because I want to help as many people as possible. Otherwise, 
Look after yourself. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the next podcast. And remember, here's to a good life.